My name is Matt Brown. It should have been me, not him. It's not fair. And let's start the show. It's fun. Oh, I'm so nervous. What do I even wear? Looks like it's time for a fashion show. a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Tuesday, August 15th, 2023. And we have a great edition of the Tweet Cap for you. So much took place in the past few days and we have to get all into it. But before we do, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding the show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at Pod Convo Pod, and we're on TikTok and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So as I mentioned, a lot of news have taken place in the past few days. First, we definitely want to send our thoughts and prayers out to the people of Hawaii during those heinous fires out there. Absolutely horrendous and just devastating to see. And, you know, we support our heroes who help us through such horrendous times like that. And hopefully we learned from this and have a better future but yes definitely thinking about the people of Maui and you know transitioning into other things though in the sports world we have Dalvin Cook he is now a New York Jet he signed a one-year eight million dollar contract to be one of the running backs for the Jets I assume he'll be running back one and assuming the kind of offense Nathaniel Hackett will run whether he will be the main back or they'll have a running back by committee he definitely makes the Jets better and I guess we will wait and see what Brees Hall will wind up doing and if he's fully recovered from his ACL injury from last season well this is a very exciting time to be a Jet hard knocks tonight and I assume next week's episode, you'll see him actually join the team, and it's pretty good stuff. So our NFL coverage is about a few weeks away, so we'll get ready for that. The Yankees just keep getting their ass kicked now by NL East teams, losing a horrendous series to Miami this past weekend. Oh my God, what a joke. Just get destroyed like the Mets did against the Atlanta Braves, this time in Atlanta tonight, or I should say... Monday night, uh, I'm sure very soon we will have another podcast where we really let out our frustrations about the Bombers, and I just really wish things were different, but I'm sure soon we will really be focusing on football full-time with our sports shows until the NBA comes back because, my God, New York baseball is in such disarray right now. Oh, man, but it'll be all right. But we have some other crazy things on the internet that took place. And we bring you the crew tonight. Tonight doing the tweet cap is Ryan Hayden. And we have a new friend, Miles White, a good friend from my elementary school days and throughout high school and through college to now. We have the great Miles White making his Productive Conversations debut today. And this is really exciting. Very good dude. Such a great heart. And yeah, he's very talented, and I'm excited to show you how good he is. So we're going to have him talk about the trending topics of the world today. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. And yeah, 
some really, really good stuff for you all to enjoy. So why don't we get into it? Let us talk all the crazy things happening in our world, from the crazy airplane lady speaking out, to the blind side apparently being a phony story. Um, We have brides calling out their grooms in the most epic way possible. Zuckerberg versus Elon once again. More news on that. We have comedians saving their fans from being in the friend zone. A lot of good stuff to talk about and some other things to get into as well. So why don't we get into it? Miles, it's your turn for the first time. And then Hayden and Ryan, it's your guys' turn once again. So let's get into it, everybody. Let's get into the crazy things that are happening all across the internet. Here we go. Matt from Norwalk. Uh, let's see. Matt Brown wants to know. This is a very productive conversation. It was a quite the weekend. I see former presidents uh, having insane thoughts being exposed. I see viral sensations coming out of the shadows and explain what made her so crazy. Uh, we have this going on, that, and a bunch of other stuff. And a celebrity we thought was dead isn't. So let's get into it. Here's another tweet cap on the Productive Conversations podcast. We have our regulars, Ryan Page and Hayden Nather. What's up? What's up, Scott? How are you? Fantastic. Great to see you, Hayden. Great job with the hair today. Thank you. And we have a new friend on the block making his <laughs> first appearance of the Productive Conversations podcast. A very yes, old friend and somebody who I know will contribute so much to this platform. <laughs> For the first time on the Productive Conversations podcast, let me introduce to you Miles White, aka Miles Boogie. Miles. Hello, 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 hello. I'm honored to be here. Thank you, everybody, for having me. Appreciate it. Of course, we're glad to have you. Let us show the world why at least me and Ryan know how much fun you are, and Hayden will too. And um, we're glad to have you, Miles. Let's yes, sir. have Thank some you. fun. All right, Can't let's wait. get into it. All right, so one of our big stories coming out of this summer was the crazy airplane lady. Just last week, we had a follow up. She was identified as Tiffany Gomas. And guess what? Just two days after we did our follow-up story, Tiffany herself told us who she was. Tiffany Gomez went online and she broke her silence about what happened on that infamous day at a Dallas airport. So this story here from the New York Post, it says the foul-mouthed Texas native who was kicked off an American Airlines flight after caught on-camera meltdown issued a mea culpa on Sunday, saying her behavior was completely unacceptable. And she said, quote, distressed or not, I should have been I should have been in control of my emotions. That was not the case, Tiffany of Dallas told TMZ. And after this, it looks like we have a new influencer on our on our toes. She promoted her website, asked viewers to join her in promoting positive mental health and standing up against cyberbullying. So let me just show my viewers right here in our panel, Tiffany. And uh, let me say... TMZ made it clear this is ours, so we have the watermark here. But Tiffany um, looks like this. So I see she's uh, there's a reason why the Internet is in love with her. She puts some makeup on. And um, though I commend her on wanting to promote positive mental health, I'm just curious. Do you think she took advantage of this fame and uh, now she'll be a uh, mental health influencer? <clears throat> 
Now, oh. Sorry, now you can go here. Okay. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think it's just for the clout. Um, I don't think that there's nothing really wrong with her. I think she just needed a, just one of those outlets just so she could get her foot in the doorway. So I, I just think it's a facade, like a little front. Uh, that's just my opinion. Hey, may be the case. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll go, I guess. Uh, I don't know how. I don't give a fuck how fucked up she was. Like, the, the fact you could... I, I, it's like she's almost, like, not even human. Like, I, I it's like <laughs> the whole thing was just, like, in, insane. Like, I've never heard anyone speak like that, like, ever. Whether they on drugs or... or I, I've never heard someone talk like that. Like, alleging a person isn't real? Like, I, I, I've been high up other stuff and i've never had anything of <laughs> that so it's just like i i'm wondering yeah. how this happened like I, I don't think that was just for a promotion like no normal human being could ever react like that like she must she must have some type of problem that's like not like yeah like it's and i i don't say she wants to promote mental health but like she didn't do that i wasn't think she was doing that for a fame that's anything that's bad fam then like look at this like they're gonna be they're gonna be like honestly this woman has kids this woman has kids like the, the the embarrassment the kids are gonna have to deal with at school they're gonna be like, oh your your mom was the mother who went insane on a like she's gonna be dealing with that family the rest of her life because that's always gonna be I up. I couldn't live with that. Man, like, the kids are, you know, the kids probably already deal with her being the hot mom, and now this. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy, <laughs> but like you know, it's, more, it's more like they're not mom. <laughs> Ooh, good one. That was actually pretty funny. A <laughs> uh, couple, couple things for a note for the New York Post. They said foul mouth Texan. Now I have a lot of family in Texas, and so you could just say Texan. We know what you mean. Um, I do think that this was not planned. I don't think she's like I have this idea. I'm well, going to lose my absolute mind on this airplane. But I mean, let me see that picture again, Matt. Do you still have it, it up? Was I mean, yes. <laughs> so effectively, uh, like. She looks pretty. She's 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 an attractive woman. Okay, so here's uh, this is a, here's not an attractive thing. I'm just here. I, mean, I have right here with the watermark. Here's Tiffany Gomas. So th- this is an unprecedented third follow up. We have never followed up with the story as much as we followed up on this one on this show. <laughs> and I was it. on the first episode of this show. So I'm going to say that motherfucker's not real. I don't <laughs> think that's her. That doesn't look anything like the person from the airplane. Nothing well, like that. The hair is different. Her face is smaller. It, it, it's not the same person. It's just not. I don't believe that that person you just showed me is the person who was screaming about the imaginary man on the airplane. Now, I'm not saying that the person who made the video or whatever, like maybe it was, maybe that was all real. I'm just saying that picture you showed me that TMZ has been putting out there is not the same person. So if that's who we think is talking to us, I don't know. I think the mystery might still be out there. And I think there's people who agree with me in the comments section, right? Comments. Yeah. Well, that that's exactly what I was going to. The last point with this story is if do you think she's real or not? Because the uh, a lot of people don't. And I have a side to side right here of oh. this. I, I won't lie. Well, it does look kind of different when you're <laughs> aggravated and you're screaming at people, which I don't even think she was screaming at people. I think she was just screaming in general. Because I, I did she did she even know the person she was screaming at? Like, no, he wasn't like, real. Hayden, he wasn't real. Remember? No, oh, he wasn't really. He wasn't real. Like, I, I this whole story. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, I, I do not understand. Like, I, I need like, was she like, I'm having a bad moment. I'm like, so you're like hallucinating. Like, I, Bro, yeah, it's not a bad moment. It's just like. <laughs> You know, it, it can like, go. It can go either way. Maybe she took some bad drugs and it was a trip, and 
Listen, I've dealt with people screaming at me beyond belief. I've had, oh my God, people have absolutely screwed. I, I, I had a situation back, but I've never heard someone say, is that person not real? I, I knew what I was getting yelled at. At least I had, <laughs> at least I had that going for me. I knew when I, like, this guy is like, oh, I'm, I'm like, uh, the people don't even know that, you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was like, I'm I trying know. not to make fun of her, but like, it's just like, how are you yelling at someone then that like you don't know the real? Yeah, you know, if this is all really a mental health uh, crisis on board an airplane, then hopefully she gets that checked out. Uh, obviously, mental health is important, and she needs to go to rehab. If this, she needs to go to rehab after this. Yeah, and you know what? If this helps people, like if she brings awareness to this or whatever, then that's good too. I don't have any problem with that, but I'm just I'm staking my claim in the ground right now. Those don't look like the same person to me. Uh, yeah. They just yeah. don't. I and, agree. That's that's just me, and I'm sure that if I met this person, you know, she would swear up and down that she was on the airplane, and that might be true, but it certainly doesn't look like it. No. That was the one thing in her, in her, um, you know, in her video, she didn't actually say I was speaking to this person. She could have no, she yeah, didn't I clarify at she all. Didn't, she didn't clarify <laughs> things. She just plugged. Like, her, I, she said sorry. I and plugged like, her business. I was just wondering how like she like. If there was like a reason, like I, you know, like I, there's not too many reasons to just go like that, you know. I mean, if I saw an imaginary person, I might want to let people know as well. <laughs> no, she hasn't posted anything it. yet, and uh, since then, and we're gonna have to see when we do our fourth follow up how <laughs> many more viewers go in this. But uh, the question remains: Tiffany Goma is real or not? Or is this a uh, doppelganger, or is this a fake person, or whatever? We'll, we'll keep it going with her. I but mean, regardless, the internet loves both people. If that's and she also case. lives in a, she also lives in a one point six million dollar Dallas home and holds a nineteen hundred dollar uh, like Gucci bag. So you know, people are yeah, like, yeah, I'm calling bullshit. I don't know. So it's like, maybe it's like she's trying to say, like, mental health doesn't have to affect everyone who's rich for poor. It affects me, too. I'm like, clearly your mental health is, you know, not... If I was on that plane, I would have I, I, I would have tried... I would have wanted to slap the fuck out of that woman if I was on the If plane. I was on the plane, I'd have gotten off that plane. I don't... I, don't, 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 I would have, don't I'd have listened. Don't. If someone says, I don't care what you all do, but I'm not going to die on this plane, I'm also getting off the plane. I'm not ta- I'm not risking that. If someone makes that claim publicly to the entire plane, even if they're wrong, what if they're not? I'm getting off the plane, too. She could be a hero. <laughs> they deboarded. Everyone deboarded the plane. She could be yeah. Oh. Probably not. How to succeed in business straight. without really trying. Might as well get nice work if you can get it. But... um. We'll talk about you again, Tiffany. So, and I think she's also getting famous because the fact that she's attractive, like you said, like yeah, of course, like, wow, of course, wow, you know, yeah. <laughs> we'll do a whole podcast. Who was like on... that famous mugshot guy that got famous because he was a she had an attractive mug or some some mug mugshot? Yeah, there guys. was a guy with the nice eyes, yeah, and so, people oh, wanted yeah, yeah, to yeah. bail him out just because yeah. he's attractive. I remember that. That's our world. You're well. <laughs> so let's talk some other things. So it came out today. Uh, this story here from ML Football on Twitter via ESPN. Michael Orr, a former NFL star and the subject of the movie The Blind Side. First, have you guys seen The Blind Side with Sandra Bullock? Yeah, that was a phenomenal movie. All right, pretty good stuff. Sandra Bullock, an all-time performance. 
Hold on to your hat there, Hayden. I said, hold on to your hat there, Hayden, because I know where the story's going. (laughs) So Michael Orr, no longer in the NFL, he filed a petition with the with the court on Monday, claiming that Sean and Lee Tui never adopted him and insisted and instead conned him into signing a paper designating them as his conservators so they can profit from it. So, again, he filed a petition with the court on Monday, claiming that the two weeks never adopted him, but instead conned him into signing as conservators so they could profit from him. In addition, the petition claims that the two weeks took advantage of their position as conservators to negotiate a deal that gave them and their two biological children millions of dollars in royalties from an Oscar winning movie that made over three hundred million dollars or has received nothing from the plot. And he said, quote, that would never have existed without him. So listen, a movie is fake no matter what. Even they say based on a true story. (laughs) However, if this is true and that Michael Orr grew up this way and uh, had all that money taken from him and those opportunities, what a shame, don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this... yeah, sorry, sorry, you go. No, go for it, Ed. go for it. No, you can go. I was just going to say, I saw, I, I found this story as well, and I wish I could say I was surprised, but somehow when I read it, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Um, and I hate that because again, uplifting movie and all that, right? But I was just like, even when I watched that movie, I was like, this is just kind of weird. They don't know, they don't know Michael at all. They just kind of brought this kid into their family and got him to play like football. I mean, the plot of the movie is the co- you know college is trying to figure out if the two E's are using him. That is the actual plot of the movie. In case you haven't seen, for anyone who hasn't seen it, yeah, spoiler. That's why this the is NCAA, an old movie. That's, that's why the yeah. NCAA investigator was there. Yeah, so like, there's a whole subplot within this uplifting movie of them kind of believing that Michael Orr is being taken advantage of anyway. (laughs) So I don't like. I wasn't shocked. Alternate ending. I mean, it was really again really sad that I wasn't shocked, Uh, and obviously really sad that he earned no money from the movie about his life Um, because it's about him as much as it's about the Tui family. But um, I will say that. Almost immediately after this, the Daily Beast posted uh, an article in an interview, rather, with uh, the Tuies, claiming that they don't know why this is happening, that none of this is true, and they don't understand why Michael's doing this, but they would never do something like that to profit off of one of their children, and they consider Michael family. So, I mean, they're, for their part, they're they're saying that none of this is true. So we, we've got the classic, you know, he said and she said thing. I, I don't know. I, I think I probably tend to believe Michael Orr. It's his story, uh, right, um, of the two. But obviously, you know, they're going to go to court over this probably more than once, especially if they're claiming that they're lying to one another. And they'll hash something out. Uh, and it just stinks because, you know, I, you have to assume for all the other stuff, he, you know, they were probably close like family, maybe not family actually, but close like family at one point. And now – Obviously, that's probably out the window. So that's just really sad. And if they did take advantage of him as a, you know, as a kid, I mean, that's horrible. <laughs> and yeah. no, no amount of, you know, movie magic is going to make make that go away. If that if that ends up being what's decided as, you know, or even if it's not decided that if that's just what ends up being like common knowledge. So we'll have to wait and see. But overall, just really sad stuff. Again, great movie, but 
<laughs> apparently it was uh, all make believe, as Matt said, um, based on a true story, but not so not so true. Less and less yeah. true every day, perhaps. <laughs> um, Hayden, you were you next? I, I heard you. Say yeah, you something. can go. You can go. Um, yeah, no, I, I. It sucks that it's true because you know, anytime you hear about a biography, you want to hear, especially about somebody's life, you want to hear somewhat of the truth. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really, I know that they twist movies nowadays in Hollywood, especially Hollywood, but you know, they should have, they should have really, really went by what Mike wanted instead of what the producers wanted, you know, at least, you know, so that he felt as though like he had a, a chance to, you know, explain his truth or stuff like that. Um, yeah, man, I, I really feel like, you know, they shouldn't have took advantage of him if they did, you know. Um, he, I mean, he made it this far, you know, why now say something? Why wasn't it said? Why didn't they say something about it in the beginning when the movie first came out? If he wasn't getting nothing from it, like it, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Why wait this far, the wait this long, like the R. Kelly case or the Bill Cosby case. Why come up with stuff years later? Like, you know, it makes no sense. Like you should have, you should have nipped it in the butt in the beginning. Like when it first came out. Like now it's just like, okay, so why did you wait this long? That's that's definitely gonna be in the court case. I'm pretty sure about that. Mm. I mean, based off like listen, this is a sad story. I, I agree. But like at the same time, like if you look at what they actually did for the kid, like they did they if you look at what they actually did for Michael Lauren, they did pay for him to go to school. Like they right. fed him, they clothed him. So it's like I listen, I'm not surprised they were taking money, of course. Like it, it doesn't it doesn't excuse the fact that that was wrong. But at the same time, like they did like if you're telling me his life isn't better or worse than the fact that he took that they took him in and they fed him, they clothed him, they gave him a place to live. Like I, I feel like you can almost live with like you can almost live with the fact they took money from him because he did give he did basically they did basically give him a home and everything. So you kind of have to look at it like that. Like I'm not saying I don't I don't think the entire story was false that like the, there was love for him and obviously they did this because you don't just pick a random kid like off the streets and say, Oh, I'm going to make this kid a football star. And then still even, and then still pay for his food and everything like that costs money. Like they, they had to pay for him to go to college. Like they had to pay for him for high school. He went to a private high school. That was not cheap either. So it's like, like all this time and money, it's like just to make money off him, like and feed him and house him. So it's like some of the story, I agree. Maybe it's not the perfect ending, but like, at the same time, I do think they had some good intentions. Like, you don't just do that to any random person, if, you know, because that is, you know, most people wouldn't just decide to put money into something if they don't really feel, you know, a good, at least some type of belief. So, I don't know. This for me. I mean, it's, I don't think the whole story is terrible, but like at the same yeah. time, it's a portion of the financial statements that are, and the money, which people are going to, you know, get the money, maybe distorted about the whole story. But like at the end of the day, they did pay for a minute and everything. So, like, there's some good and bad from the story. Yeah. It's like, it's too bad. It's 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 um, yeah, it's too like, bad, and it makes sense. You know why is this brought up now? But like, you're not know. gonna tell me that that kid's that that Michael Lord's life isn't worse, isn't better than, 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 the fact than what it was before. Yeah, right, but yeah. So like, you really don't know the story because everybody's saying it's different. Well, that's true, but also you can't even like, even if obviously all that stuff's true, like you can still, as you know, you can still take a cut as the Chewies while giving Michael or the credit. Cause the fact of the matter is 
there is no blind side without Michael Orr. The two right. are just an upper middle class white family from I mean, where are they? You, Mississippi, you argue, wherever they're you from. You could like, also argue there's no Michael Orr without the twoies. I don't I mean, <laughs> yes, you, you could argue <laughs> that, that but I mean if I'm you if if it's you and me and we're deciding which one's gonna make, you know, freak what's the little kid that had SJ? Want, SJ, SJ he's yeah. getting he's getting he's getting if, in the back yeah, apparently. If, if you're going with if you're telling me SJ had a better shot at the NFL than Michael Orr did without the twoies, you're out of your mind. Michael Orr was I mean, look at the size of Michael Orr. Yeah. No, Michael Orr. Uh, no, he could have played he in a Super abs- Bowl. Yeah, he could have absolutely no. done it without the two. It would have been more difficult. Sure, would have been as guaranteed, perhaps. No, I agree. So I'm not saying there's no benefit. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, they're all famous because Michael Orr became an NFL superstar. Period. There's nothing else to it. There is no yeah. way to do that. There's no way for that to happen without the existence of Michael Orr. Michael Orr had to be born, and he had to learn how to play football. He had to do all of that. Before any of the other stuff could have been could have happened. So while I agree, again, you know they, they adopted him theoretically. Now he's saying they didn't. But uh, if if you know if he was adopted by them, then he should give his parents you know you know help if they, help if they need it or their props or whatever. And they should get a cut of the movie because, in fairness, it is a movie about you know the Tuies and Michael Orr. The movie is about all of them. That's true. But the I mean it is again it's Michael Orr's story ultimately, and I really do feel like. That means he should be part of the decision-making process to a much greater extent than he's claiming he was. Now, again, everyone's claiming different stuff, like Matt said. Who knows? Someone's obviously not telling the truth because they're claiming opposite things. But if what he's saying is true, that he was kind of cut out of that whole movie deal, that to me feels wrong. And no, you know, yes, obviously, I'm sure he's glad that they took him in, but not glad enough to give up, you know, the rights to a story about his life. At least I wouldn't yeah. feel that way personally. Yeah, no, it's I, I agree. I agree that they should not cut him out. I agree. Yeah, I agree. One hundred percent. I can't. I can't. That's terrible and wrong. Likewise. So, we'll see how this all plays out. Hopefully, you know, it's Michael it's, it's also paid. like you could see that like. You know, like movies and like they don't tell the full story. Like, for example, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you an example of, of another movie. Like Rocky is based off a movie based off a fighter called Chuck Webner. They don't really like talk about him. But Rocky's based off a fighter in like the 80s and 90s. Like nobody has ever really known who he is and he never got any profits in the movie. But like you could theoretically say that the Rocky franchise took advantage of this boxer by basing a movie. Could, not but at really. least they changed the name. Yeah. They didn't change the name. Yeah, I've I've heard that story too. The guy he uh, went twelve rounds with Ali. Yeah, he went twelve rounds with Ali. Yeah, that's that's probably what they did. That they probably made the first movie off it with based him with Apollo Creed. Oh, that makes sense. Well, that's where those semantics come in, based on a true story and then inspired by a true story, and basically the way I like to break it down when they say inspired by, that's like if I heard. You tell me a story, Ryan, and I make a movie off that, whether it's true or not. Now, based on a true story is where I'm taking specific facts from a story and adapting it into a movie. It's all semantics, like if you can, if you know what I mean there. But uh, yeah, it's it's all a mess. Obviously, there's a writer strike right now to help, you know, mend these issues when it happens. And um, we'll see how it plays out. Now, I will have to transfer to another sports story that is a little bit concerning, but it should be mentioned. Wander Franco. This guy is an all-star. He's 22 years old. He was a stud. And now 
His whole career and his livelihood might be in jeopardy. So Wander Franco, shortstop for the Tampa Bay Rays, was placed. Okay, this is by Jeff Passan of ESPN. He tweeted, the Tampa Bay Rays have placed shortstop Wander Franco on the restricted list, which takes him off the roster and in most cases unpaid, an MLB official tells ESPN. The league has launched an investigation into social media posts about Franco from Sunday, and those social media posts allegedly have him and an underage girl who is allegedly his girlfriend. So they say that Wander Franco at 22 years old is allegedly dating a 14-year-old girl. Hey, yo. Uh, the uh, investigation is out there, wanders off the team, and in a time where they really need him right now, the Rays are doing the right thing and making sure he is innocent until proven guilty. And this is very, very gross. I don't know if you actually saw the pictures. He's with definitely a younger girl, but we have to say allegedly. So um, this is some concerning stuff, guys. Like, what is wrong with Wander Franco? Aiden, um, I'll start with you as a uh, big baseball fan. Baseball I mean, fan. this is this is not even a baseball story. It's just it's like really sick, and like I I can't really I can't really even begin to really even describe that because there's so many things I want to say, but it's just wrong is wrong, and this is clearly wrong. Like you shouldn't be involved with someone that age. Like there's not really that much to talk about by the fact that if this yeah. is true, this guy shouldn't be playing baseball anymore. He needs to be a convicted sex offender. Yeah, like it's yeah. you know very. You know, 100%. I, don't care what, I don't care what the the age of consent is. Like, it, you know, you're you're 22 years old with a 14 year old girl. Like, yeah, it's never you know, 14, by the way. Just in case anyone wanted that info committed to memory, it's never yeah, 14. Never if the 14. if the number is 14, that's never the right answer. Never. <laughs> yeah. There's 50 states. There's DC. There's Puerto Rico. Guam. It's never 14. Never yeah. once. <laughs> yeah. Just keep that and keep that in the back of your mind. I know it's also even never worse 14. about this is that like this guy has a son. Like what? The woman. No, no. He has a son that, that was born in 2018. So he had a he had a kid when he was 17 years old, which is like pretty scary. But I mean, that one that one happens. <laughs> you know, I don't think it was probably planned, but that that happens. Um, 14. That's when you get into more trouble. Um, this guy just signed. This guy two years ago signed a 181 million dollar contract. Oh, he's gonna need that. And um, and yeah, see how this all. And then of course he denies it, but like he's gonna say, he's gonna say that like. (laughs) How does he deny it? Is is that is that your girlfriend? Yes. How old are you? (laughs) He could end up saying he's like that's a cousin or someone else. He could end up saying that like. They're not gonna believe that. They're not gonna. I don't really. I don't. I mean, do we have evidence that he slept with this person? I guess that's I. I don't know who Wander Franco is. I have absolutely no idea, other than he's been accused of this on the. Internet. I have the picture of the, the the social media post that they yeah, are wondering about. He was giving her like so. a coast on a just kissing oh, cheek, but like. As you could see for the uh, people on YouTube and those listening, it's, very, it's, uh, it's very, this is like, her this on is his very, shoulder. This is very uncomfortable for me to like. It's, it's a little uncomfortable for everyone, but like. Yeah. No, it is. It definitely is. Um. You know, you hear stories about like young girls being raped or touched by family members and stuff. Like, I hope that this isn't the case. But like you said, this person should be trialed and they they like should be guilty, found guilty because this isn't right. I wouldn't want nobody dating my 16 year old sister and they're fucking 22 years old. I'm sorry for my language, but like that'll, yeah. that'll, 
that would really get my blood boiling. Like that, that's not cool. That's not even remotely cool. Um, yeah, no, like you should not, you should not be in a, a MLB professional player, especially a lot of people look up to you. You, you got to carry yourself a certain way. That that's not how, you know, the professionals want to be looked at as, uh, as dating minors and stuff like that. Like that's kind of creepy, bro. Like you don't get no brownie points over here for me. Not definitely not for me. That's weird. That's that's weird. So yeah, no, I'm with you on that. So, so Matt and Hayden, just again, don't know anything about this guy. Um, what do they, uh, what do they have on him? Obviously they have that picture, the shoulder picture there. Um, but what, like, where did they had, they had a supposedly he like paid her off to not say anything about the relationship. So they got like NDA or something. It was like leaked money. That was money. That was supposedly there was a stat, a thing that was leaked. So they called it was like hush money. Yeah. Yeah, So like, cause I I mean, no offense. I mean, obviously given the story, that picture is scary. If I didn't know the story, right. If you would just show me a picture been like, do you know what's going on here? And you show me that picture. I'd be like, no, there's nothing in that picture that indicates to me. Those two are dating. So that's why I was like, yeah, if that's, that's all why. That's, happens, but if yeah, they're paying, why, if, he, if he paid her to not talk about it, I did. They, I did hear that him. supposedly he, he paid her. Yeah. I did hear yeah. that. If, if there's payments that they've got, then he's caught and yeah, he needs to be found guilty because <laughs> you don't pay, you don't pay people to not talk about something when nothing bad happened. Right. So, right. um, Obviously, he's done something wrong, um, and I'm sure they'll be able to prove that. But, yeah, that's real creepy. Um, and like I said, it's never 14. That's just never the right answer. So, you can't, you know, just don't do not do that. In case you were thinking, do I want to be like Wander Franco? No. Yeah, no. Because it's never 14. There's That's never the right answer. Yeah, that's it's too bad. It's, it's, it's gross, and hopefully justice is served again. And it's just – you just never know when and the, that's the one thing I also want to discuss. You just never know when people just have all this opportunity and all the money in the world and are especially protected by other people when you're in that position. You just wonder why do you make decisions like this? And well, I yeah, I, he I can't don't control know. himself. Obviously he's he's a he's a guy who feel doesn't feel the rules apply and he can't control himself. He's I mean a, that's a, whenever and I mean obviously not everybody takes it to the you know to the freaking kindergarten classes or whatever, but this happens all the time when you have celebrities, particularly male celebrities behaving badly. It's just, it's a feeling of a double standard. It's a feeling of, well, I can do this. Um, and there's no reason for it. And everyone knows it is happening and allows it to happen. Like you said, this guy is protected and you don't want to take away his obviously major part in this. He is at fault. He's an adult. He should be making the correct decisions about what is or is not okay. He should be sure to do that, but he's got people around him. No, no one made no one made mention of that. No, this 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 top prospect. No one in his circle was like, "Whoa, how old is she?" Like that never came up. Come on, it's just a matter of everyone trying to protect their asset, and people think, you know, meaning the people around him, enabling bad behavior because it makes them money. And then the celebrities themselves, because they have that money and they have all these people around them who don't say a word because they're literally dependent on them. Yeah, they, they use that as their own self-validation to ignore the fact that they have a responsibility as a person of public trust, uh, a public interest, rather. And as a you know, and as an adult man, yeah, they, they, it's, they create their own little echo chamber. None of their boys say anything because all of their boys are on their payroll. And so then they're like, well, no one said anything because I can do this because I am whatever. Well, I am, yeah. And so it's, it creates this ridiculous echo chamber. And all it needed was either 
obviously, of course, self-restraint and some sort of, you know, self-respect from him or one person in his group being like, I don't really care how rich you are. This is bad. You need to like reevaluate. <laughs> Again, one person who's not me talking in a microphone to go to him and be like, hey, 14 is not the right age. <laughs> do, different, yes, yes. do something different. Yes. Like one guy or girl, whatever, in his inner circle. And so obviously you can't try people for not being, you know, like you can't get people in trouble for that. That's my, my question is, were the Rays complicit in this? Like, like, how could you, that. How, how could you not know? Like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I don't really know how they couldn't know. Like, didn't they do some like digging on this? And like, like, I, I think that they need to do an MLB investigation into the Rays, in my opinion. Like, cause that is, they are, they are complying to that. They said they're, they are going to do that and they are going to hear them out since this broke over the weekend. And this is a scandal that is going to get people fired. Like I, without question. Yeah. Well, certainly, just certainly uh, him. Well, yeah, yeah without question. Him. But like if, For sure. if, if the organization knew something or someone knew something, someone's going to get fired. Yes. Well, we'll do, just, someone's going to jail. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll just, you know, see how this all plays out. And uh, once they have that substantial evidence to prove it, then, yes, justice will be served and the right people will be held accountable. You know, switching to uh, something else now. From TMZ, there was a celebrity named Lil Tay. She took over the Internet once again, this time to let us know that she is alive. It's here on TMZ, it says... The social media personality Little Tay is very much alive, claiming her Instagram account was compromised and used to spread jarring misinformation about her and her brother's death. In a statement provided to TMZ, Tay's family says, I want to make it clear that my brother and I are safe and alive, and I'm completely heartbroken and struggling to even find the right words to say. It's been a very traumatizing 24 hours all day. Yesterday, I was bombarded with endless heartbreaking and tearful phone calls from loved ones, all while trying to sort out this mess. She also says my Instagram was compromised by a third party used to spread jarring misinformation and everything is wrong. My legal name is Tay Tian, not Claire Hope. First of all, guys, I'm so glad we found out that Lil Tay's alive. And clearly it seems that these hackers, this is my story, but it's more about the hackers, that they are out there and they will ruin you. And it's amazing how, um, you know, with all, with all this strong cybersecurity, it seem, they still seem to find a way for this. And um, I mean, even here's the thing, when TMZ posts what has to retract a story, you know they really got duped here. And like, wow, insane stuff, right, guys? Yeah. You don't think the parents paid the hackers? Well, that's the that's another thing here. Like, um, if we want to d- deep, was this more of a way to, you know, get her back in the spotlight again? Yeah, that's or- what I think. You think so, Boogie? Tell me. I don't what. even know if it was her. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, well, see, when when you have the spotlight and you are hot or famous at that that one key moment, when once you lose that, you have to find something to be like, okay, what's going to get me? What's going to get people's attention again? What's going to get me back on the charts? Well, you know what I'm saying? What's going to draw their attention? So anything and everything that you could do while you're up there or in the position position that you are you're gonna do it well not me per se but you know <laughs> this this person little little tay am i right yeah little yeah tay. okay yeah so 
yeah, I, I don't know how old she is, but if her Not family's involved, yeah, yeah, then yeah, you're, 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 it's like um, those those young actors whose parents take over their their accounts and stuff, like Britney Spears, like her mm-hmm. dad, something like that. I feel like it's the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, at one point there was a post by her brother who also, you know, was like, hey, I'm not dead because he was wrapped up in this too. And he's not even famous. He's just your brother. Um, And he goes, no, I'm alive. And then he blamed their parents. Lil Tay did not. Uh, She said a third party. That's all she said. Um, So she was maybe being a little more diplomatic or maybe she genuinely doesn't know. And the brother is just assuming. But I thought that that was very telling that her brother and her brother. So Lil Tay is what, 15, 16 years old? Oh, my gosh. She's not old. I mean, you know, she's not old. Um, but her brother's like 21, 22 years old. So he's, I mean, he's young, but he's an adult. Um, right. And he blamed the parents outright. So he's not a celebrity. He blamed the parents outright um, in his post. Now, again, if someone hacked into all their accounts, who knows what's real anymore? But I, to me, that feels a lot like the parents. And I don't know why I even told Matt this when it first came out. This story is a few weeks old now. Uh, it's been like rotating it's last yeah, last week is like she died and came back and the whole thing. All all the space about a week. But um I was like, I don't get why they would do this. Like I don't understand it. I want to understand it because I do believe I try to believe that people, even if their logic is flawed, have a reason for doing everything. It may not be a good reason. It's usually not, but it's usually a reason. And I'm like, what is the like you can't pretend someone else died. You can fake your own death. You can't yeah. pretend someone else died. They're just going to be like, no, I'm alive. And then it's over. <laughs> like it, it goes for like a week is actually crazy long <laughs> to have someone think that you're dead when you're not. Um, so I'm just, I don't know why they would do this, but I don't know. Her brother seemed pretty convinced and it does. It makes more sense than a random hacker deciding to just put that out but they got the name wrong that's and i don't the parents wouldn't have got the name mm-hmm. wrong right so i don't know like I, I, your parents aren't gonna forget your name right that's like just to throw you off anything to throw you off the trail <laughs> oh they wanted to in case they got caught they want to be like oh nope. we didn't do that we know our daughter i don't, I don't know <laughs> but so like mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense <laughs> that's that's like 60 chess all right we're gonna do this note we're gonna pretend our daughter's dead but we're gonna get her name wrong in case she catches <laughs> us <laughs> um that's what that's this that's what the sto- that's what the story is insane to me like what what is this ordeal and talk about airing dirty laundry oh well, yeah, to, to no, this he, whole thing this has yeah, been a slow new summer huh he put yeah. them on blast too he was like my parents and i are in a fight over like whatever like yeah whatever's whatever. like now he let it all out there probably hurt his case maybe that maybe that was the plan they wanted to hurt their case and so they did this to make him angry i i don't know it's this feels like that old like thing where it's like one socks two like an elf and then profit and there's like a blank in the middle like it, it the i don't see the equation of how anyone's making money off of this how anyone's gaining anything out of this so maybe it was just a hacker who'd like you know it'd be funny remember that little girl rapper lil tay let's just tell everyone she's dead um but that's I, flexing I, at one point i just don't, yeah, she was um but uh i just don't know like i i can't wrap my mind around someone being like this is a funny joke uh, i have to believe that there was a reason for it i just cannot for the life of me figure out what that reason was no you can't 
But um, regardless, we are glad that nobody is dead in this situation. Yeah, and Amen. Uh, just get your money. Um, I guess somebody's going to try to get more money, I should say. Flex on them. Someone's going to flex on them. As <laughs> little Tay would say. <laughs> Here's a funny story. It says here, bride reads cheating fiance's text instead of vows at wedding. A woman... <laughs> A woman identified simply as Casey left her fiance, her family, and her friends speechless as she reads out her cheating fiance's text messages on the altar instead of her marital vows. I have this story from Gistreel. Casey was excited to marry Alex until she received an anonymous text the day before their wedding. According to her, they've been together for six years and she thought she had found the one. But the message changed everything. Casey was celebrating it in a hotel room with her friend when her friend's phone light up. Wait, let me restart that. Casey was celebrating in a hotel room with her friends when her phone lit up, thinking it would be a message of well wishes or congratulations. She turned it over, but she saw a series of screenshots between her fiance and another woman. Here are some of the texts. Your body is fucking incredible. And do you know how to use it? Read one text. I wish my girlfriend had half the skills you do. I never had this connection before. I mean, wow. Then he said, this weekend, you and I, it's on. Bring your A game. <laughs> Some of these messages were around the weekend getaways and trips together. And uh, yeah, she literally read these out. And Casey said, when I woke up, the girls told me, told them my, I told the girls my decision and to go ahead with the wedding as expected and out him in front of our friends and family. Now, those are some bridesmaids, huh? And uh, she did go out. She said, there will be no wedding today while she went in front of the altar. And she said, it seems Alex is not who I thought he was. And then she went on to read the text. And then they celebrated and partied anyway after. And Alex is embarrassed for the rest of his life. And rightfully so, you dumbass. You deserve this, <laughs> Alex. Listen, I'll say one thing here. This guy, Alex, is a bonehead. When you have someone special in your life, don't mess that up. There was no other person. There's no no one else's other well, sexual chemistry. There's no other person's money. There's no other person's vibe to make you give up for a stupid you-know-what. If you have something real, don't let it go. Work through it. And he's embarrassed and deservedly so. And now your family's embarrassed and uh, you are a mess. You are a mess that deserves this this. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I genuinely was upset when I read this, but I, I was so say, happy for Alex to do. They this. said that, or Casey, I should say, not Alex. I was happy yeah. that Casey did this. They said that everyone besides Alex, two groomsmen, and his brothers attended the party afterward. I don't know the family <laughs> situation, but that sounds a heck of a lot like a bunch of aunts and uncles and like cousins and stuff. From his side, was like, all right, well, Alex is a scumbag, but I came here and I'm dressed up and I'm partying. Uh, yeah, I paid um, for this. I paid for this. Yeah. No, I think that obviously. So when I first heard this before the context, I was like, she should not have waited. I was under the assumption she knew planned a wedding, knowing that he was a cheater. Oh. And did this. Once I read the story that you sent me, Matt, I was like, oh, that makes sense. She found it the day before. I will say to the woman who uh, sent that the day before, there's going to be some folks who said you did a solid. 
they're wrong. You didn't. You knew well beforehand because let's be honest, either you're the person that he was cheating with or you're friends with the person he was cheating with. And you knew well before this guy's wedding, you could have stopped this way before the day before the wedding. Uh, to me, it felt like you were actually being vindictive. So uh, there's going to be people who say that this other woman, not Casey, this whoever sent the text is a hero looking out for women. And I think that that's 100 percent wrong. I think she's not as bad as Alex because, you know, but what she did was incredibly, um, I think, again, incredibly mean. I think she was trying to ruin this person's wedding day. She wasn't trying to help anybody out. Uh, but it did ultimately end with Casey leaving someone who probably wasn't a good fit, seeing as how Alex had a problem committing. Um, and you know what? If you're Alex, learning moment, right? Your, your wedding is ruined. You've uh, <laughs> you've been embarrassed for your friends and family. That's all happened. Can't can't take it back, Alex. But uh, next time, you know, you'll do one at a time. You know, you'll you, one girl at a time or one partner at a time. Maybe you want to switch things up. That's up to you, Alex. Um, and hopefully, you'll find the right person. That's not Casey. Uh, the person that makes you want to, uh, you know, stop being an asshole. But. Since that unfortunately doesn't seem to be Casey, I'm glad that she got out of a situation that was probably only going to make her miserable just because you weren't comfortable with, you know, your own stuff. So that's my thoughts on this. Um, I just thought it was important because a lot of time people are going to spend a lot of time talking about the bride and groom and whoever sent those text messages was trying to be mean. There was no there was no altruistic meeting for those text messages. I refuse to believe that. Hey, man, he probably pissed her off, too, to do this. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's true. It could have been Alex's fault still also. <laughs> but uh, but it was definitely a revenge thing. It wasn't a you should know this about your fiance thing. Right. Right. I uh, on my part is, um, yeah, no, that was definitely wrong. Uh, if anything, should have should have done it before the reception. Uh, um, should have let her know, if anything. Um, and two, that guy's a complete asshole. He should he should have treated that girl better. You know, they're both of their families are there. So not only is he making her look bad, but he's making himself look bad. As, mm-hmm. I hope it, I hope it wasn't recorded because yeah, <laughs> that'd be funny. Though. He will be doomed for the rest of his life. No woman will want to marry him. And you know, he's it's just be a not priest after. Right? <laughs> you you might as well because no girl's gonna want to be with you after. <laughs> Not even yeah, a you'd be surprised. I'm sure he could convince someone, but yeah, you know. or a stripper. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, it's 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 slow for him. He's <laughs> slow, for, slow for Alex. <laughs> yeah, big slow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let's talk. About- <laughs> um, why don't we talk about more love? And more love. Okay. Uh oh. I think I know where this is going. So, one thing first the President of the United States. An important we should clarify position. Which one? No, wait, I, I'm going somewhere. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Go the President of the United States is such an important job. You are the leader of the free world. Yet, when you leave office in the 2020s, and apparently you have a lot of stuff coming about you. And I understand why people are hesitant to run for president now. So Barack Obama. <laughs> so a story comes out that Barack Obama told his ex-girlfriend when he was 21 years old in a love letter. I le- I make love to men daily. But in my imagination, the letter shows. So the story here. Yeah, I got another New York Post. Former President Barack Obama wrote his own 
agronious mind where he androgynous androgynous mind thank you ryan you're welcome so he wrote in his crazy mind that uh he is making love to men daily but in his imagination and this is from a 1982 letter from his ex-girlfriend named alex mcnair and uh, this the 40 year old letter resurfaced after the obama and o Obama biographer named David Garrow gave us a long-winded interview on the one-time commander-in-chief. And it says here in quotes, in regards to homosexuality, I must say that I believe this is an attempt to remove oneself from the present, a refusal perhaps to perpetuate the endless farce of earthly life. You see, I make love to men daily. But again, in my imagination, I know it's the third time I said that. But... Um, <laughs> Again, man, um, according to this, I guess he was dating him during uh, McNair was dating him during his uh, college years in L.A. And um, yeah, another story, 40 years coming out uh, and uh, President Obama has not addressed these comments yet. Listen, and here's the thing, you know, we have these we has he share these stories, you know, about celebrities and whether you are an actor, an athlete, a a CEO, a tech giant. But we really talk about these stories with former presidents of the United States. Um, it's insane, and uh, I I really did not expect to uh, talk about something like this ever. But um, you know, well, well, that, that was something that. to let. I'll, that's I'll, you know, uh, I mean, it's if he was feeling that way, you know, nothing wrong with that. You know, write it, write it. I don't know why he told his girlfriend this in the love letter, but um, <laughs> he obviously made better decisions later in life to lead him to be the president of the United States. I mean, I'll think about this. Go on this. Hold on, think about this, guys. It's late at night. Two, three in the morning, you get a call in the situation room. You're tired. You need to wake yourself up. Michelle is asleep. You just got your mind. You got to get yourself sharp. And you're like, you know what? Let's get after some of the men in the cabinet room. You get yourself in the right frame of mind. You go in there. You're all revved up now. Uh, no, I will. Uh, uh, hey, we'll go in a second. I just want to say one thing that got buried in this story. This story, by the way, is old. Is old. It just resurfaced. Is <laughs> Apparently, there was a little bit of overlap between this girlfriend and Michelle Obama. Oh, that no. is something that it's, it's mentioned in the book that ha- this first appears in. Allegedly, I've read a couple things, not not New York Post, because I don't don't tell it. me this is similar to um, Alex and Casey. Now, I'm just saying, oh, no, I don't think he was serious with either of them. I think obviously he had an okay. ex-girlfriend. He was writing. He had an ex-girlfriend. He was writing, you know, about his his gay fantasies, too. And he had a, a current girl he was talking to in Michelle uh, Robinson. Oh, 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 they were um, in the talking stage of this. I think so it's okay they were having a situation ship this was the situation ship years yeah i'm gonna say this was a presidential situation ship um and that's (laughs) where we'll leave that but that got buried in all this because everyone was so interested in the fact that he said (laughs) i make love to men in my mind um which honestly i think future presidents should use that if you have a scandal just admit to making love to men in your mind it doesn't mean anything It's in your mind, but that's all anyone's going to talk about. They're going to skip over all the other interesting stuff and just focus on that one line. Uh, So, you know, next time President Biden's got a a scandal, right? Hunter Biden shows up, be like, "Uh -uh, I make love to men in my mind. And that's the news story (laughs) right there. New York Post to run with that instantly. Um, But no, I do think that uh, ultimately 
he was still at 21. He was probably, I mean, it's, it's Barack Obama. He was clearly a liberal arts student, right? Like, clearly. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, he was. So the idea that at 21 years old, he was, you know, just kind of finding himself, thinking about these things, thinking about, like, what love means. I think the full quote, if you read the, there's one that has a little bit more of the letter. He talks a little bit about, like, going beyond man is man and woman is woman, while then acknowledging that he is a man and that that is, you know, his his chosen gender or whatever. Like it's a, it gets a little deeper in the letter than just, uh, I bang dudes in my brain. Um, so hmm. I, I think that what he was probably trying to convey is that he was looking for love post like, I'm a guy I got to find it's about. I think it's probably what he was trying to say. I don't know. I didn't write the letter, nor did I receive the letter. And if I ever did receive the letter as someone's girlfriend i'd be like this is a weird letter but uh, i think he was probably just trying to convey his long longing for love and not that he was into doing guys i mean this is the dumbest story of all time uh, i mean this is so stupid and so many different levels. like what first of all why does it matter it doesn't even matter he has a wife he has a kids this is something 40 years it's so, so stupid on so many different levels like i you know i human i'm interest. not, I'm not I'm not using this as like an example. I'm not comparing anything, but like, let's say like I wanted to, you know, like not, not, I'm not comparing being gay or to the crime. Obviously not. Obviously it's not a crime. I would say support whatever, of course, like it will do whatever you want, of course. But like, you know, if like, let's say I wanted to commit crime, the fact, but I never actually did. Like, why does it matter if I wanted to, if I never actually did it? Like, if, mm. if he's like, why does it matter if he did it if he never actually did it? Like, it doesn't the difference in a want and actually doing something. Like, there's plenty of things I want to do that I'm never going to do. Like, if you want right. to, that's fine, you know. Or if you wanted to, you know, be with a man, that's fine too. But, like, I don't get really why it's a, a big story. And I've been through plenty of dumb things. I've seen the Yankees, unfortunately, this season. And Brian Cashman, that's the dumbest thing I've seen in this century. But, you know, this is, this is almost as dumb. So, the story, it, yeah. it doesn't even – this story is so stupid. It, it really – this doesn't make too much sense, and there's just really no reason to even talk about this. But I mean, apparently, people want to nitpick. You know, nitpick, yeah. You also don't really have pre- former presidents have stuff like this come out about them. Yeah. Well, that's actually not true. It's just in our lifetime because all of the former presidents, like, we're all around the same age. They're all yes. real old. Like, they're all real old. Uh, and, I mean, that's only going to continue because all of the current presidents are also real old. So Obama is, like, the only young guy, youngish guy. We have him and, I guess, Bush kind of with Bush, like, 70 now. Uh, like, yeah. we don't have a lot of young former presidents anymore We because everyone gets elected at 900 years old. So <laughs> they, they die. Uh, that's, that's what happens. So that true. that's I think part of it is that, like, back in the day when they had a lot of former presidents kind of kicking around, uh, you know, doing their thing. I'm sure there was human interest stories about the former president. Like, no matter what, he's always the former president of the United States. It's always going to be interesting, his life, because I mean, he was the former president of the United States. So no matter, everything's going to be interesting about him. You could could get a parking ticket and that would be front page news, especially for a a place like the New York Post, who maybe has an agenda. Um, Yeah, I won't, won't criticize Post readers. I actually do read the Post. I just don't necessarily agree with the way their editorial staff picks their stories um but i think it's a human interest piece and when you say like yeah obviously there's no reason to talk about it that the amount of things that are significantly more serious than this 
is all of them. I can't think of anything less serious than this. Uh, but yeah, true. it's interesting because it's the former president. I mean, the whole story is strange because he wrote this letter. Who writes a letter? I guess it was the 80s, but still. It was to his girlfriend admitting this. That's a weird flex. And also, <laughs> and also um, it's, you know, 40 years later. You, don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to be completely a normal president. You know, you may not even have to be seen out to be president if you see Donald Trump or, 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 or Joe Biden. Now, do you think Trump's going to use that to get out of the um, impeachments? Yeah. Be like, I make love to men in my mind daily. I think that gets rid of that. That gets rid of that's two indictments gone. He's at with five now. They're going to knock two off if he admits to that. Uh, the news will just get rid of the, the the New York and the Georgia one. Will go away if he just says, I make love to men uh, in my mind daily. Um, but um, no, I think again, human interest piece. It's always interesting to hear about former or current presidents in a capacity unrelated to politics. Um, obviously, he doesn't care, as you pointed out. He's married with two children. Also, he had a pretty nifty job for eight years. So I think he's fine. You know what I mean? Like his ego yeah. probably physically cannot take a hit at this point. He's got, you know, he's got plenty of money. He's got a, obviously a wonderful family and he was in charge of the whole world at one point. So yeah, I'm sure he's fine. And because of that, I think it's interesting. You know, I like it. I thought it was fun. Um, I want more letters from other presidents to come out. They don't have to be live. I want to know that, you know, what's it called? I want like Adam Levine messages to that girl, but from like Ulysses S grant, Uh, let's get some more salacious presidential details. I'm here for it. All right. Quick few stories. Uh, uh, Hayden, tell us a story you want to share really quick. Um, I mean, Livy Dune apparently was caught photoshopping all of her photos and sucking in her ribs in, which was not a shock because these influencers are never who they say they are, despite the fact how beautiful they are. Of course, she was not 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 really shocked about this. Um, Livy Livy Dunn, for all people who don't know, is the hottest nil deal nil person in all sports right now and she basically gets all these what school she's from and, and she's LSU, a gym, LSU she's a gymnast, gymnast is, yeah. she's a gymnast from LSU she's basically the most popular NIL athlete because all she does is post pictures of herself <laughs> some of them scantily clad some of them in some of them in you know her gymnastics outfits and some of them you know but she's she does very well because she has a for, I don't want to say because she's attractive but can, can I say that without being she like, has a look yeah yeah she has the look yes so just not shocking that that of course that it, this isn't what she appears. It's not what it appears to be. Of course that you know you see that, that whatever is on social media isn't really all real. So I guess that's I'll something that, that talk about. And then I guess another story that I had was um pretty interesting stuff actually coming out of Florida that water temperatures are going to be at 102 degrees right now, which is Ooh. very very interesting. Um, that's the highest highest they've been in a century i believe um so that really is kind of showing you about global warming and a little bit um it's also interesting because it's bringing sharks closer to the water um if the water is 102 degrees um sharks are going to be very coming very close to the shore um you know for bull sharks or sharks like that who could tolerate a higher water temperature are going to be coming closer to the shore so there's going to be more interaction with humans and sharks um it's an interesting fact. Um, you know, something very interesting about global warming and all that stuff. So I don't know if you guys have any other care to comment on that. 
but it is pretty crazy that water temperatures are getting that high. So that way you're going to be pretty much taking a, a bath in, in, in Florida water. It's almost as hot as a hot tub, 102 yeah, degrees. Let's say so. any hotter, you can make spaghetti in the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. And that's also not good for a lot of different fish species are going to die as a result of that because fish are obviously succinct to the temperature in the water. So Put wow. the trattorias out of business too. <laughs> Look how far we've come with that. Oh, yeah, we haven't gone anywhere close. Yeah, it sucks. Global warming. Um, there's plenty of warnings, but uh, what are you going to do? We Let's uh, hope we have a good recovery effort. And, Ryan, you have something to share? Uh, just a, a quick update on the Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk not fight um, that's happening mm-hmm. on threads. Mark Zuckerberg, because, of course, he has to use threads. Don't worry. I'm monitoring that, guys. It's me and three others. Um, and he... Basically said it's time to move on. Elon's not serious. Elon spent all day being unserious uh, in response to being called unserious. Um, he did say he was going to Mark Zuckerberg's house tonight to fight him. Uh, Elon <laughs> Musk did. Um, he did also tweet not long ago, knock knock at you know Zuckerberg's Twitter account. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg already announced that he was not in the country. Um, so who knows if Elon Musk is really outside of his house? I'd like to think he is, um, but I don't know. Um, I will say just another since this this fight will never happen. Sorry, I want it to happen. I really do. Um, it's probably for the best. It's not. I was actually talking to somebody, and here's the deal: Mark Zuckerberg wants to see if he can kill Elon Musk with his bare hands. That's the reason for this fight. Like to Elon Musk, this might be like, oh, this will be a fun like meme I can do to make myself popular, and you know, I mean, like this is like a publicity stuff for Elon Musk. I think for Mark Zuckerberg, he's genuinely hoping he can accidentally kill Elon Musk. So I think it's probably safer if they don't fight. Boy, Jeff um, Bezos has got to get into this. Let's make it a triple threat match. But all three I will of them. Say, oh, so I will say, you want to talk about you know a big a big venue? Uh, Elon Musk strongly hinted that he was in talks with the Italian Prime Minister to host this fight, which would be streaming on both X and Meta, in the Roman Colosseum. So they wanted he wants to do the fight, but only if he could do it in the Roman Colosseum. Um, again, he's very unserious, obviously. But um, I hope he can do it. If anyone has enough money collectively, it is Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. If someone can buy antiquity for an evening to do a blood sport – it would be those two, and I hope they do it. I don't think they will. I'm, my confidence is waning, unfortunately. But so goes the tragic tale of the fight that never was: Elon versus Zuck. Uh, winner takes all for internet supremacy. Like I said, make it a triple threat match: Jeff Bezos, like yeah, a, like a WWE. You he's you. in space. He's not. <laughs> he's not home either. He's in Mars. Uh, that should be nice. Man, Boogie, what do you think? Who's going to win in that fight, the Zuck or the Elon? I'm going with Zuck. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. And also the thing is just, this is just Elon speaking out of his ass, I feel. Like, he literally is doing this. What is the attention I can get today? Like, like, this is my Elon impression. Love me. (laughs) Love me. Doesn't work that way. Um, Except for sometimes it does. Yeah, for the wrong people, for sure. But um, Miles, is there anything crazy that's the in this world you you have to let the masses know about? Um, just about gun violence. You know, um, just recently, um, my girlfriend had a cousin gruesomely shot to death uh, 
And, uh, you know, it, it, it's just something that we could talk as men instead of using weapons, um, ending lives like very short. People's got they have kids, they have families, you know, they got to go back home to and, you know, just for something that could have been talked about. You know, I, I just just we should raise more of a awareness. Um, gun classes, um, they should talk about this more. They they instead of like trying to ban it, they should um, have more like. I don't know, like like workshops and stuff like this so we can work it out like, you know, it's OK to carry your pistol, or, uh, you know, but, you know, use it the right way. Don't just use it just to use it. It's not that type of tool like it takes away life. It doesn't give it back. You know, like I, it's just something that I've been dealing with. It's been weighing over my head, like, you know, for a long time. Like I even questioned my sanity on whether or not I should go get a pistol permit just for security reasons only or, you know, just because I'm paranoid. You know, it, you know, people should feel safe walking around. They shouldn't feel like any given moment that you're going to get shot if you go to Walmart or if you go to uh stop and shop and you're going down the chicken aisle or the canned soup and next thing you know a freaking guy's in there with a army set with a bulletproof vest like you're like oh well today's the day you know like that just weighs raise more of awareness you know yeah i mean i'm so sorry that that happened to you obviously miles and to, to your girlfriend and you are right we make a lot of jokes obviously on the tweet cap the internet is incredibly I mean, it's a ridiculous place most of the time. But one of the reasons that the Internet got so popular, that social media got so popular, is because it gives people an opportunity to do this and to talk about, you know, ills that are actually weighing on people. And uh, so obviously, thank you for sharing that. And I think you're right. You know, there is not necessarily one right answer. We could probably all have five different answers as to what needs to be done but we i think everyone can agree that something needs to be done because it's just you know everyone should feel safe so i you know i agree 100 percent. yeah i mean you know it's it's just really sad that like you know you know it, they're spending all this time you know on trump's trial and hunter biden and like they're really ignoring like the bigger issue that's going on in this country like you know i like i've, I've worked in schools before it's very scary and like you know the thought that like you know you never really know what could happen there or, like it's very scary. Like people are feeling afraid and like people shouldn't have to feel that way. Like there should be more, more, more gun control, more, more stuff to be done. It's really terrible. And I'm sorry that happened to you. It's thank God I've not been a, I'm not affected by that. Uh, personally, yeah. But my dad did have a friend in, in high school that was, that was shot. In, in, I'm sorry in, about that. My dad in high school. Like, so, you know, that was, you know, very sad, you know? Um, so it's, it's. I think. Thank God it hasn't affected me personally enough. But that's. Hopefully, we can do it so that way. The next person, our next generation, uh, can feel safe. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have said it any better, guys, and um, just keep some hope up there. Give that hope. Protest. Use your platform. And know that anything's possible, and we could control gun violence. We really can. And why don't we end this on a positive note? Sure. I'm going to show you a video about one of my new favorite comedians. This one video got me up and out of bed at 2 in the morning saying, yeah, man, 
I love this. Though the stand-up comedian, his name is Renee Vaca. And Renee and it's F A is Renee Vaca. So uh Renee okay. did something that uh, was amazing to see. He helped in the middle of a comedy show, Renee helped somebody get out of the friend zone. And I'm not gonna simply play you the clip right now in 60 seconds. Renee Vaca, everybody. Here it is. All right. Let me pull that up. Man, the, the silly things here. The technical difficulties, right, guys? Let's. Uh, well, it's a good day for Adidas. Back. I see we're both wearing Adidas polos. <laughs> Hell yeah, this is uh, definitely my favorite golf shirt. Very comfortable. And uh, I take, I'm actually an Adidas over Nike guy. It's actually kind of a hot take. Why is that? I prefer I prefer the clothing like certain shirts over Nike. Just that. Like I prefer Adidas polos over Nikes. But that's I know a very hot take. I, hear I shop that. exclusively at Target, so not a hot take for me. <laughs> All right, here we go. Renee Vaca helps a audience member get out of the friend zone. Here it is. Okay, I don't I that's not him. Boy, this is looking really silly. I have the video one second and it, I refuse to let this get ruined. All right, here it is. Renee Vaca helps an audience member get out of the friend zone. Here we go. Oh my God. We're going to start. We're going to get the. So, this is why you don't give up, people. Even <laughs> if the internet refuses to let you play this epic video. You can make it work. So here we go. Renee Vaca helps somebody get out of the friend zone. Is your best friend? Come on. You pay this whole bill? Don't pay the whole bill. You still ain't I don't care. So he points out to a late another lady in the audience. So I have also seen this. Uh all right, Renee pulled it off. So as you see, he removes the guy in the friend zone, has him sick next to a very attractive woman. The woman who was who put the guy in the friend zone is embarrassed. And, uh, you know, I hope it works out with this guy. And um, Ryan, you say your thoughts and then I'll say mine. Very similar to uh, Casey and Alex, if you know what direction I'm going with this one. Yeah, so yeah, I saw the video. I thought it was pretty funny. You know, don't don't split the bill. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't know their friendship. I don't know how she's gonna take it. She didn't look like she took it very well. Um, that you know, but whatever. If they were happy, they're happy. But I do like that uh, he used his his stage time to try and 
get a spark going somewhere else. I think that that's uh, that's kind of nice. And that was very again very funny. The whole audience was eating up the entire thing with the you paying for the whole thing. That whole I get that part was very funny. And then he just randomly plopped him next to someone else. He said, "You sit there," uh, and everyone started cheering. So um, who knows? Again, I would have to assume that being placed together randomly at a comedy show is not a recipe for. Uh, for a long relationship, but stranger things have happened. Um, and it'll be funny to see if it works out. I don't, I doubt we'll ever know, but if we do find out, if they do post an update, that'd be pretty fun. Listen, man. I mean, from what I've seen from this video and you're right, I don't know the full story, but uh, props to the comedian to help this guy literally get out of his shell. And, you know, that girl girl looks embarrassed. I do think it's very strange to go to a comedy show with platonic friends. I've done that. They are, well, that's weird, Ryan. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, um, as I was saying, so for other people, that is a that is a, they were literally asked in the front row. Maybe he was asking to save him. And I support it. That girl. I, again, I don't know the full situation, but if uh, it seems implied that, you know, she, you know, put this guy in a category and that he, you know, goes to a better situation and she's jealous now. It's part of this dating game. And uh, again, you can't hate the player, hate the game. And hopefully he finds somebody who will not who will go romantically to co comedy clubs. Maybe they get roasted. And it leads to a beautiful night after the fact, if you know what I mean. And, you know. Shouts to this guy, this comedian, for helping the dude out. And um, it's hard to be in the friend zone if you don't want to be in it. And this guy looked like he didn't want to be it. And yeah. um, hopefully it's going to lead to some great stuff. And uh, shouts to Renee pulling this off. Yeah, very funny. And yeah, if you wanted to, if you wanted a girl, he may have, he may have very well gotten one. Uh, again, I don't think the friend zone thing is that. It is what it is. If they're not interested, they're not interested. But True. if you're interested and, you know, someone's True. open in the yeah. seat next to you, man, that's all you need, right? And Renee <laughs> made that happen. So kudos for that. Kudos yeah. for the introduction, if nothing else. Absolutely, guys. So that should wrap this up. I want to thank Hayden, Ryan, and Miles <laughs> for a great show tonight. And uh, we'll see you all very soon. All right, yes, see you, sir. Man. Thank See you. you guys later. Night, a pleasure meeting you. Awesome debut from Miles White. Great stuff from Ryan and Hayden. Great stuff. And keep up the good work. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding the show across all social media platforms or on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdCovoPod. TikTok at Productive Conversations Podcast, as well as Facebook at Productive Conversations Podcast. We are back on Thursday with a brand new episode. We're going to try another new themed podcast. We've done Topic Thunders, we've done The Timeline, The Tweet Cap. Um, obviously all our sports panels, uh, dating panels, a lot of stuff. And I have another sh new idea for a show. This is called the list podcast where I'm going to get lists from all over the place. Chat GBT, uh, Reddit, all of that. And 
I'm going to bring probably Ryan in, and we're going to have him guess the top 10 this, that, or the other. So we will introduce to you a new podcast called The List Podcast, and I believe it's going to be fantastic. You do not want to miss it. So stay tuned for that. I want to thank Miles White, Ryan Page, and Hayden Nadler for their contributions to the show today. Thank you to Alex DeJesus, a.k.a. Dolo Ren, for what he does behind the scenes. I want to thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for always supporting us, no matter what. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast, and I'll see you on Thursday. And don't forget to check in on your friends and family. All right, see you then. Peace.